0: welcome to the fearless mom tribe podcast i'm your host mary westcott a mother wife and mom boss this podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves every monday join me as i will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have a special guest. Her name is Kayla Menon. Kayla is a well-being coach, nutritionist, mom, yogi and entrepreneur on a mission to change the world. She has been in the fitness industry for over 14 years for teaching group fitness to personal training and now to coaching in person and online. She knows the difference having a healthy mind and body has made for her and now she wants to inspire others to find their personal power and step into their full potential. Kayla Welcome to the show. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for just joining and spreading some value with my mom. So give us a little bit of a background of who
1: you are and what you do. So I am a Coach um, anything from life coaching, nutrition coaching, personal training—like all of that kind of melded all in together. Um, and I'm a mom of three busy children as well, um, so <laughs> it's kind of like mom is a full-time job. And now I've also got a secondary full-time job that we've been reinventing the wheel a little bit. So we used to own a gym, um, and then COVID shut our gym down. So now it's how do we adapt? How do we mold ourselves. And honestly, this has been the best thing that's ever happened because I've been able to start to step into that better version of myself. And that's really what I want to do is inspire others to step into the best version of themselves.
0: I love that. That is so amazing. I love your energy, by the way. Like we just, I just got to applaud you for that. Um, Yeah. Like literally, COVID has really shut down a lot of different things and from all the networking of the moms that I've talked to, they have said what their new online businesses and doing things online has really benefit for them. And so since you are a mom, one of the things I want to ask you is what is your self-care routine like? What's self-care? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so part of my self-care routine is regularly setting goals for myself. Um, and what that looks like for me right now is I'm getting ready for a bikini competition in uh, in six weeks. Uh, and for me, that, that self-care is I need to get up, I need to do my workouts before my kids are awake, before my brain knows what I'm doing, and before the day just takes off. Because I know if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it's not gonna happen. And when I don't do it first thing in the morning, my mind is a little scattered. So I feel better when I take care of my body in that way. Um, The other part of my self-care routine um, is also nourishing my body with really good whole foods because I feel like I have more energy. And recently, I've also started to take up meditation and reading, um, which has been really transformational for me because I have a busy mind and never been able to kind of still it. Like, I'm a yogi. I do, I do yoga. That gives my ego something to do. But the right. meditation portion has always been born to me. So jumping into that, that de-stressing technique um, and shutting off the TV at nighttime and opting to do a little bit more reading has been mind-blowing for me because it's like, oh, okay, I actually still get that relax effect versus like, oh, I have to take in all this extra information as well.
0: That is amazing. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. My routine is kind of similar to that. Like I have to journal, I have to read, um, and then I work out. And then after my hard workout, I will also bring it back in as meditation just to give me that grounding and that relaxation and actually not stealing my thoughts, but like to relax the mind because my mind runs hundred miles per hour, just as yours, like just with a two-year-old, I can't even imagine what three kids that you have. Like, I can't even. I can't even fathom that. I can just imagine. <laughs> so, you was talking about you were getting ready for a bikini competition. So, what is that like? Can we go through your your
1: thought processes and all of that? So, this will be my third competition. Um, the first competition I had a coach for. It didn't work out so well with my coach. She wasn't very supportive. Uh, And it was kind of like she gave me a cookie cutter program that worked for her, but it didn't work for my body. And as a coach, I know that every person's body is very different. So giving the same workout routine or the same nutrition routine doesn't work for people because everybody's body is different. Um, The second time I did it I coached myself and this time I'm doing it I'm also coaching myself Um, and thankfully my husband's in support of that as well because he's also helping keep me accountable this time through Uh, but the very first time I did the bikini competition I got into it because after having two kids I didn't know who I was so I lost that piece of myself and so I was like I also moved and lived really rurally. I didn't have a lot of friends. And so I was like, well, if I look badass, then I'm, I'm, people are going to like me and want to be my friend and I'm going to like me and want to be my friend. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, right. Both. And I jumped on stage and I was probably still the biggest person on stage. Uh, because like I said, my, my coach wasn't really involved. And so in that process was like really upset with myself because I thought I looked really good. And then in comparison to everybody else on stage, I was like, oh my goodness, what have I done? Um, And I also went through a really, really stressful time with my one daughter at that moment. Um, And it was like a downward spiral. So after that competition, I didn't reverse diet out. And I ended up gaining 30 pounds in a month, um, which was a little bit crazy. Okay. <laughs> A little bit crazy. <laughs> A little bit. Wow. Yeah. Um. And the self-loathing set in. I had no goal anymore. I was disappointed in myself and how I did. I was disappointed in lots of things and the depression creeped in and it was just my, my care just waned and it went. And I lost myself even further, I think, and I, I, you know, I thought, oh, in this journey, I'm going to find myself. And in the journey, I was like, it was like this downward spiral, almost like hitting rock bottom, but I won't say I hit rock bottom in that moment. The second time I went into competition, I had a much better mindset. I knew what I wanted. I knew who I was. And I was confident in my own skills and abilities. I didn't place top five, but for me, it was a journey of learning to love myself in the process, to look at that person in the mirror and go, you worked your butt off, literally, and you, just because you look good on the outside, you need to also feel good on the inside, and so that was that journey for me, was starting to feel good on the inside. When you see yourself every day in the mirror, you don't notice the five or the 10-pound loss, you don't. It's just like, you still see that same person. Yeah. Your pants fit a little differently, but it doesn't always hit home. I didn't place top five in that competition, but I learned a lot about myself and my daughters were so proud of me and they were so supportive and that's what it meant to me. It was like, okay, I have this little circle that I've created and it, it wasn't for anybody else. Like the first competition was for other people. Second competition was for me. This competition is a whole new reinvention of me. Um, I am not the person I was a year ago. I was—I'm not the person I was five years ago. And I have done so much deep diving into my own personal growth of who I am, who I want to be. Making those decisions—it's not figuring it out. It's making a choice, right? right. People say, "Oh, you got to figure out who you are. You got to get to know yourself." That's not it. You can choose who you want to be at any given moment, right? And just because you made a decision yesterday doesn't mean you have to make the same decision today. And so in this process, I am stepping into the best version of myself. I am showing up for myself um, and proving to myself that I can do this and that I don't need a tribe of people behind me. I just need me. And so that's what this one's about. That is so
0: amazing. I love the fact that you just shared that story. Like you went from one stage to the next stage to the next, and you are like scaling upward. And I love that. And for my moms, you know, us, you have mentioned what your first competition was basically about your your inner critic. So for moms that are dealing with their own inner critic, what can you tell my moms on how to you know, overcome that, that negative thoughts in their mind.
1: So it's never about overcoming negative thoughts. I think that we look at negative thoughts as a bad thing. Like, oh, this isn't supposed to happen, but negative thoughts are not necessarily a bad thing. They're there. Okay. So have you heard the Cherokee wisdom tale? I have not. Let's hear it. I love the Cherokee Wisdom Tale. So the Cherokee Wisdom Tale is the grandfather and he's talking to his grandson. And the grandfather says, inside of me, I have two wolves. One wolf is positive, uplifting, empowering. And the other wolf is negative and depressing and critical. And the grandson says to the grandfather, well, which wolf wins? And the grandfather says, whichever wolf you feed
0: right? That is the best, best advice you can give. Oh my gosh. I love that. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the nutrition side with you being a personal trainer and everything like that and teaching others. What is your top five activities you would like to share with moms that are beginners that wants to start looking and feeling their best?
1: So My husband and I have created our Iron Body six fundamental principles for life. Um, And so I'm gonna jump into the six fundamental principles because I feel like they are going to help everybody look and feel their best. So the number one is movement. It doesn't have to be the perfect movement. You don't need to go to the gym and lift weights. You don't need to go to yoga class. Maybe movement for you is walking. Maybe you're pushing your kid in a stroller. Maybe you are playing soccer outside with your kids whatever that form of movement is, but finding some form of movement that makes you want to do it on a regular basis. So with clients, I always say to, you, to them, what are you willing to do? Because what you might be willing to do today might change over time. So maybe today you're starting your journey and you're saying, I'm willing to walk for 10 minutes a day. Sweet. And maybe tomorrow you're willing to walk for 20 minutes. And maybe a month from now, you're willing to walk for 10 minutes and do 10 minutes of stretching, whatever that is, but slowly, progressively building on those steps. Because as we build on those steps, those habits become routine, they become part of our life. If you go from not working out in a gym to jumping in four days a week, you're only going to make it maybe a week or two. I mean, think of January when the gyms are packed because everybody's got their New Year's resolution. And by the end of January, nobody's in there anymore. Right? Yeah, that is so true. Huh? I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Then we look at number two is nourishment. So nourishment comes from not just the food that we're feeding our body, but the media and everything that we are consuming. So are you, cons- are you consuming negative um, media? Or are you consuming uh, like negative relationships even, right? What are you nourishing your environment with? And are you nourishing your body with whole foods or are you eating a lot of processed garbage? for lack of a nicer way of saying it, because when you nourish your body with foods that give you the vitamins and minerals and everything that your body is looking for, we don't have all of the cravings. We don't have the energy crashes in the afternoon. I mean, how many of us can say, oh, every day at like 2 p.m., I need a nap. I mean, how common is that? right? It is really, really common. And one of my favorite, I'll give you a little quick tip here. One of my favorite tips for moms that are crashing 1, 2 PM, stop eating carbohydrates at breakfast. Okay. So what happens is that when you eat all those carbohydrates at breakfast, which is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with oatmeal, but we need to, as a Western society, like reinvent how we view meals, right? There's nothing wrong with oatmeal. Oatmeal is great. It's good pre-workout. It's good post-workout. Is it good for a breakfast? Um, Might not necessarily keep you full until later in the day. And you might notice that, oh, by 11 o'clock, I'm starving. By 12 o'clock, I've got cravings. By 2 o'clock, I have no more energy. Yeah, this is because the carbohydrates are causing those rises and falls in your blood glucose levels. So if you just stuck to healthy fats and protein and vegetables at breakfast, you might notice that those energy levels aren't flexing.
0: That explains why I was so tired for the last couple of days.
1: So for myself, for example, I do a really, really um, high protein breakfast. So I eat about 50 grams of protein or so at breakfast. And I don't get hungry until about two o'clock in the afternoon. Like that's 1.30, two o'clock. That's when I eat lunch. Because for me, that works for my schedule. But if you're a person that is in, say, maybe lunch every day is at 11, Um, You'll notice that 11 o'clock hits and you're hungry, like clockwork. It doesn't matter what you ate for breakfast because your body also gets used to routine.
0: Yeah, that is another one.
1: Um, So with that, too,
0: just to hop on to that, like with the carbohydrates and things. So for some moms that don't know which foods to stay away or to change, can you share what is a good breakfast for them to have?
1: So, I mean, lots of people could have like a protein shake is a great one, Um, but I would put a lot of like veggies and stuff like that into it. Overnight, oats are great because you add like Greek yogurt and protein powder and all of that nice denseness to it. Yes, there is still the carbohydrate component. Eggs are phenomenal. You could have a little omelet. I myself, I make a protein pancake most, most days because... Well, super low calories <laughs> and super protein dense. Uh, right. I there's wonderful like other like cottage cheese protein waffle recipes out there. You could do like a chia seed pudding. Um, there's tons of different ideas that really do encompass that. My husband, I make him ground turkey most days um, with uh, with hash browns. He, he needs the carbohydrates, right? But for me, if I do it, I call it a breakfast salad. So it's the ground Turkey. I flavor it like sausage where it's got like sage and thyme and all that wonderful stuff in it. Um, and then I throw that on top of a bed of arugula with, um, mushrooms and bell peppers and all of that wonderful stuff. And some feta cheese on there. Ooh, that's nice. nice. I like that. Breakfast salad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> breakfast salad. Yes. That sounds good. Cause I'm looking for some recipes, uh, eventually for myself, because I'm trying to get back on track with feeling better, feeling nicer. I know the first step for me is water. When I first wake up, drink some water, like and before I go to bed, drink some water, I always have water on the side of my bed. Um, I know that's the main thing, but yeah, thank you for sharing about that. And yeah. So like your fitness routine, um, say if moms are wanting to start their very first fitness routine, but they're beginners, mm-hmm. what are a couple of fitness moves that they can implement as beginners?
1: Most definitely. So one of my favorite ones um, and one of the most common, I guess I should start with this. One of the most common things that people complain about is low back pain especially as moms, we're carrying babies on our hips and all of that wonderful stuff. So what we actually need to do is strengthen our glutes. Everybody wants a nice round butt, right? right. And so we, we don't often think, oh, back pain, I need, I need a tighter core is what people think, but you actually want to strengthen your glutes. Your glutes stabilize your hips. And so when we're looking at that, a hip bridge, um, laying on the floor, lifting our hips up is a great beginner exercise because it's safe. It's in a good range of motion. You're not going to go out of, uh, out of a safe range of motion. You could add weight to it. You could throw your kid on your hips and you could thrust them. Like there's lots of different things that you can do with a hip bridge, but it's really, really great for targeting those glutes and helping to reduce that low back pain.
0: Nice. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And I actually do do that. And I actually have really bad sciatic nerve pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it will come and go. So yeah, that will really help. Thank you. And then of course, you know, with actual fitness and workouts, what
1: are some good stretches? So I always actually recommend yoga um, because there's so it, there's so much you can do with it. And it really does uh, bring into the both left and right side of the body. And it brings that breath into it. So one of the biggest things with stretching I noticed is that people will go and hold a stretch and they're like, oh, this hurts. But inside our muscle cells, we have two receptors that tell our our body, essentially, that either A, I'm stretching too far, tighten that muscle, or B, there's too much pressure on the muscle, like you're sitting on it and trying to stretch it, and then it will tighten the muscle. So then what you're getting is tight muscles versus relaxed muscles. So when we start to bring our breath into our stretching routine, we can start to relax allow those muscles to relax and we can start to really target what we call a parasympathetic response in our body or a relaxation response in your body. I will most definitely keep that
0: in mind. And one, I
1: want to do yoga so
0: bad, but I'm like, I don't even know how to start.
1: (laughs) I'm like, well, I I have some really great, um, low back and hip, uh, stretching yoga videos on my YouTube channel that I'd be happy to send you the links for as well as tons of exercises. So
0: (laughs) Yes, let's do that so we can share those in the show notes so
1: many others can
0: also look at those too because I know with moms, like you said, the very first thing is the back pain and that's what I have. <laughs> and I work full-time at a factory, so I'm on my feet all the time. So it sucks. But yes, thank you for that. And so just to close out the show, what is one big piece of advice you want to leave with my fearless mamas today?
1: The biggest piece of advice is just start, loving yourself on the inside, to start to understand who you are at your core. And if you don't know who that is, decide who you want to be. Because when we make that decision of what this person looks like and we can create a, a, a plan to get to that person, then you can really step into any version of yourself that you want to be. That it's never too late to reinvent yourself and to show up as your best version of yourself allows you to start showing up better with your family, better with your kids, and just better in life in general. So when you lead with that positive intention of this is who I want to be, and this is the direction I'm going, then you can really choose the direction your life travels. And when we focus on the good, we bring in more good into our lives. Oh my goodness.
0: Thank you so much, Kayla, for that. I absolutely love that. I hope you moms have just got so much value out of this episode. So Kayla, how can everyone actually get a hold of you
1: to just share some links that I can put down in the show notes for them? For sure. So um, you can check me out on ironbodycoach.com. We have a podcast called the Iron Self Podcast. Um, and you can find me at Iron Body Coach on Instagram and Facebook um, or Ironbody underscore Kayla. And everyone, I will put that in the show notes so you guys can connect more with Kayla.
0: She is so amazing. She's such a beautiful soul and so much energy. Like you guys will love her. Um, So Kayla, I want to thank you again for coming on and Fearless Mamas, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? when to hear more episodes like this. All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.